After the first album, which is uh, almost entirely about the sea and about this area, um, I thought I'd get out of it, you know. I, I, I'd started out as a contemporary songwriter, you know. Uh, and But I found I couldn't I couldn't leave it alone. You know, once you get, once you get hooked on a thing like this, you get this, the sea in front of you all the time, you, you can't leave it alone. Now, with Barrett's Privateers, for example, uh, I wrote that after hanging out for a weekend with the Friends of Fiddler's Green, who did great shanties, you know. But they were all, you know, they all knew the songs, and they could sing the leads in them. Well, I wanted a shanty that I could sing the lead in, you know, instead of just hanging back and singing harmony on the chorus. I wanted a lead one, you know, so I had to write it. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where, <laughs> where we fuck everything up. Uh, this is uh, just a this is gonna be a great episode. <laughs> Look, uh, I was a guest on other people's podcasts, and uh, and they were I wanted to take the lead. <laughs> they were like, you gotta you gotta start your own podcast. So uh, me and Tommy McNamara did. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm joined, of course, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. Uh, I'm so excited to finally do a shanty episode. <laughs> we the fans of it. We get tweets every day. This is people are always like, when are you gonna do Nickelback? Uh, Stan Rogers, um, <laughs> and that's it. That's <laughs> Those it. are the only two. <laughs> two Ursula, <laughs> and we brought. There was only one man in the world. Who, that's right. Uh, wanted to do Stan Rogers, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, the son of Merlin, <laughs> the youngest, the baby boy of Merlin, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Charlie Beery. How are you, buddy? I'm so good, and I'm just. I can't even tell you how excited I am to <laughs> go with the free roving sea. <laughs> On a journey through the waters with Mr. Rogers today. So let's go right into it. How, I'd ne- when you one night approached me and said you wanted to talk about this guy, I'd never heard of him. Tom, yeah. had you heard of him? I'd never heard of him. So tell us how you found out about yeah. him. And Why what- do you know about him? Well, Stan is what I would describe as the Michael Jordan of nautical folk singing. <laughs> he really revolutionized the shanty game in a way that when he came along, it was like before it was like before Stan Rogers and then um, AD or AS after Stan. And um, I just his I heard it, dude. And I was like, this dude's his voice, his his music, uh, the way he touches me and brings me on his seafaring journeys with him. You're sure. someone who loves that kind of nautical vibe, too. I do. I want to be taken away, you know? I want my music to bring me somewhere. I'm not I'm not sailing through a Nova Scotia storm on the regular. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when I listen to Stan, I'm right there in the crow's nest. <laughs> right. You know? And that's kind of what I want from my music. Can I just ask you one question? Yeah. War for you thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, no so, man, this is just uh, this is just who I am. Anchors away. You could tell from that intro, he's straight up addicted to the sea. Yeah, this man likes modern wharf air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you scoff, but I, I set you up. <laughs> 
God, I should have brought my had my pun gun ready to ready to fly. I didn't know this was a. They actually banned pun guns in the, in the city of New York. Nah, for sure. There's some stuff going on with the Joker. <laughs> the Joker movie I heard with pun guns. So, uh, before before he got into his nautical stuff that he's most known yeah. for, there's a couple of things I wanted to bring up because I, I was doing some research because I didn't know anything about him. Right. And he was signed to RCA Records yes. very, very early in his career. Of course. And they didn't really know what to do with him, I don't think. So they had him do novelty songs mm-hmm. that I don't think he wrote. Mm-hmm. And I found two of them. You don't them. think he wrote them? I, that's I'm my theory. i hear them. Yeah. And I'm basing that off nothing. Sure. And also off the scene in Inside Lewin Davis when they have to sing that song about the please Mr. Kennedy don't shoot us into space. I feel like this is the same thing. I see. Of like folk singers were kind of made to do crazy songs. So I'm really excited. I've never heard these and I just want to let the audience right. know. I thought I you were a stand stand. Well, I, I can't. If he didn't write these, I can't. Um, we'll see. We'll it's see like Jordan's baseball career. You yeah. don't. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. That's okay. the only thing I've followed. So this, <laughs> is, <laughs> this is the first one and it is titled Fat Girl Rag. Oh, it's already problematic. <laughs> well, you don't know that yet. Sounds like the WB frog. (laughs) So in case you're having trouble hearing it, I did pull up the lyrics. The sound, um, by the way, I just want to point out why the sound is the song. The sound is dog shit, and it's because it's impossible to find recording of this except for people who have bought the record and uploaded themselves playing the record on YouTube. It's a wow. video of the record spin, yes. so it, that's wow. literally there's no like actual recording of it. Yeah, yeah, I think you can buy it maybe on Amazon, but even that, it was like even digital, it wasn't available because I I almost bought it because I was like <laughs> I want to be able to hear it because just I could hear I made out the. The lyric, you'll, you'll, you'll go, you have the lyrics to pull up. Um, so I'm not going to read them all, but obviously it's just a stupid song. <laughs> so, is it about a truck? It, it, it's about an overweight woman. And he oh. says, uh, this is the part I want to get to. Uh, <laughs> now, she's so fat that if you want, oh, you can no. see her backside from the front. She gives me a thrill when she bellows, honey, twice as much girl for the money. And then parentheses spoken. Now, you got to remember, friends, that this was in the days before women's lib. It so, says that? It says that in the lyrics. This is from the no, 70s, though, this right? Is from like 71. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get into some of Stan's later stuff is very progressive <laughs> and very what I would call, um, I would even go as far as to call Stan a feminist, and we'll get into that Damn. later. Yeah, from I am mermaids. Stan, but, but <laughs> after this, the feminist but, but this, I'm going to go out and head and say this was not written by. The Mr. Rogers I know. I was trying to look it up. I think it was. It's nope. very hard to find. There's like not even a lot of information about it. <laughs> yeah. It's not as it could be. Okay, this is the other one I found. This is a Christmas song. Okay. We're going to start about halfway through when it also gets problematic in a very different way. Uh-oh. <laughs> they all sound like this, by the way. <laughs> Okay, perfect timing, right? Christmas gift, I got a tear gas gun. And on my birthday, I descend. Last year for a Christmas. 
Christmas gift I got a tear gas gun And on my birthday Auntie sent a toy MiG-21 It matches all my toy grenades And the mark of the bomb bomb And with my helmet on my head I shoot my little friends all dead I blow their families all to bits With a soldier's cool aplomb My kindergarten teacher tells me to hate all that's red So if Santa comes round here tonight I'll hit him on the head And with my brand new CIA kit question him until My new toy thumbscrew does its job And he tells me how his reindeer fly And then I move in for the kill And drill him through the head Cause he's a commie And I'm an oh, all-American okay. kid Do you Santa Claus flying up so high And if you come round here tonight I'll blast you I've been brought up to no guns I'll napalm all your factories But don't be too perplexed Here's to you, Santa Claus The Easter Bunny's next Damn! <laughs> what did the Easter Bunny do wrong? Wow. Well, he doesn't some, even wear red There's some Canadian thing history with the Easter Bunny We don't have to get into But, you know, I feel like you guys Are setting Stan up to fail Right from the jump Trying to cancel Stan And I don't know if I approve of that Because... Stan really was not what you just heard. <laughs> that oh, was that's... like that was like the original pumped up kicks. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked that up. Was, uh, that was a bad open mic pirated recording of Stan. I was shocked when I, I was listening to that song. I don't even remember what happens in the first verse, but the second he said that Santa was a commie, I was like, oh, this is not yeah. what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't write that one either. <laughs> He didn't write that one. <laughs> so let's uh, let's play something of of his of his actual band. music. Yeah. So he even says that he wanted to start making his own music to get away from like the novelty songs sure. that they were making him do. So it it is kind of unfair to play those first, but I just thought they were very funny. They are funny. And now that we've sandbagged him, right? Let's let let's let him. So this is the real. Let's let him run let's, around. Let's let his genius show. Chard, as a guest, is there anything you want to hear first from your playlist? Um. In your uh, drugged-up state that you sent us these in. <laughs> yeah, Charlie sent these at 4.46 in the Listen, morning. I was committed to the act of research, and I really did put a lot of thought into the playlist. What I would say, first, let's hit him with a little Barrett's Privateer. They ain't ready. One of the all-time classics. They ain't ready. Barrett. Oh, the year was 1778, how I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. A letter of mark came from the king to the scummiest vessel I've ever seen. God damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. Now I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. Oh, I'll sit Barrett cried the tongue. How I wish I was in Sherbrooke now For twenty brave men, all fishermen Who would make for him the antelope's crew God damn them all I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold We'd fire no guns, shed no tears Now I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier The last of Barrett's privateers The antelope sloop was... Now you've had, I've noticed in this song he's talking about how they don't have guns so he has changed. Guns could have come in handy on those tumultuous <laughs> North Atlantic waters. Do you know what you. this is about? I do. 
<laughs> I like the one they go like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got like turn up. Yeah. We're gonna hear a lot of that today. <laughs> <laughs> the signature of the style. First of yeah. all, can I just say I would like nothing more than to be with my boys, relaying a rendition of of Barrett's Privateer. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Halifax Could you imagine? Yeah, dude. Could you imagine full squad Barrett's Privateers? We gotta get the. Oh my god. We gotta get the squad together to do this. Yeah, this that's is like good. One of my all time. Maybe at one of our weddings. Yeah. Can we do a quick just the Halifax Pier part? One, two. Halifax Pier. That was good. Why didn't you join you? Because you've made fun of my voice. <laughs> oh, before. come on. Why did you, make fun of your voice? you said I had a terrible voice oh, once. Did you and say it that? Offended me years deeply. Ago, you, and he never refused to sing. I, I haven't let my song wow. be sung since then. Well, the thing about sailors and wharf folk is they're non judgmental when it comes to it's everybody join in, uh, it's us against the sea. That's the thing. Tommy's a Chicago man. He's landlocked. Yes. But you know what? <laughs> we'll get to that because. Stan does not forget about the power of the Great Lakes. When no, it comes lakes to don't nautical. count. No, lakes, lakes do count. And uh, one of the reasons I absolutely stand for Stan is because he doesn't neglect. Guess what? We've got Great Lakes that have a whole sea culture of their own. Okay, and are not to be trifled with as we'll get into with later tracks. So what's okay. this track about? Yeah, what is this track about? So this is a gentleman who, this is two years after the American Revolution. You're talking about Barrett. Barrett. The well, titular Barrett. Well, Barrett is the man who ropes this young fella into what he believes is going to be an easy cruise. So they're mm. not going to fire any guns. They're not going to get into any skirmishes. Sounds they're like Tommy g- convinced me to do this podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> and as you're seeing... This podcast is turning out quite like this voyage. No, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know we'll With fire no Patreon guns. Fee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if this is going on Patreon, I swear to God. Um, but uh, we didn't know, tell you this. Well, that this was a bonus Patreon. Oh, wow, it's wow. a separate level. This is, this <laughs> you is have a, to be in the fifty dollar <laughs> tier to get is, this. One. This is the buried treasure episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he, you know, he, he's not going to fire any guns. He's not going to shed any tears. Uh, little did he know. And if you get to, you know, listeners, once you get to the end of the song, he ends up six years later back home. Cannonball took off his leg. Damn. Yeah, let me see if we can died. find it. Um, uh, I'll just go towards the end. You think, man, that would piss me off, right? If a cannonball took my leg, right? I'd rather a can of bull take my leg. At least then some nutrition happened. For someone else. Carried off both men eggs, goddamn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. Now I'm a broken man on the Halifax Pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. So here I lay in my 23rd year. How I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. It's been six years since we sailed away, and I just made Halifax yesterday. God damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. Now I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier. The last of Barrett's variety. 
Do you think this was an inspiration for Blink-182 when they wrote Nobody Loves You When You're 23? Uh, (laughs) I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that. Um, Now, can you guys, you're musical people, you know, you can poke fun at genres all you want, you know, but the harmonizing that just went on there. Would you agree that it's elite? I love it. <laughs> I think. I think. I would put uh, it in the elite, elite category. Where would you put it, Tommy? I would put it. Uh, yes, I'd, I'd also say elite. Now I'm very concerned about being judgmental based on what's happened in this podcast. Well, where I feel well, like I've been railroaded. Well, <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god! I give my gift to the world of Stan Rogers, and you say. Here's his dumb shit <laughs> that, makes, that makes him look like a total fool. Uh, the railroader has been railroaded. Uh, be railroaded. <laughs> railroaded. <laughs> uh, by the way, I looked up. <laughs> it was very hard to find information about these songs. And I looked up uh, the. I looked up people talking about this particular song. And the first comment says, uh, this is the song that always starts off a kitchen party here in Halifax. Yes. The only city in the world where you can actually have a kitchen party. Wow. Come on down and find out why. Wow. What's so interesting about that, <laughs> who's coming on down to Halifax, Nova That's Scotia? a good point. Maybe it's First somebody far up north. Maybe um, it's Santa Claus, the yeah. fucking commie. <laughs> Shoot him. <laughs> yeah. When we Easter see buddy. Santa, it's on sight. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's skip it. No. <laughs> um, I just like the threatening nature of, oh, yeah, come on down. We didn't know what a kitchen party kitchen Me and Tommy party. were like, what the fuck is a kitchen <laughs> party? Sounds like something ants have. <laughs> a U N T S and A N T S. Someone left a T Z. That pun guy. So I was, while we were reading Screech, I went on Reddit slash Dan Rogers, which is a, a thriving community. Wow. And you had just been on R slash the Donald, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for Donald Sutherland. So. <laughs> it must be tough to find <laughs> Donald Sutherland. Stuff just search shit. Donald. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to know fun facts about 24. <laughs> okay, so oh, someone... That's God so there's a Canadian Music Hall of Fame. One of the big posts on Stan Rogers Reddit is it's a travesty. He's not part of it. What? <laughs> yeah, they're just as mad as you are. Uh, as of 2018, I don't know if he got in- inducted this year, but as of 2018, he is not in the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Wow. I feel like that probably would have come up <laughs> on the um, Google. <laughs> so someone someone wrote one year ago, because our Canada is nothing like his Canada, the liberals made sure of that. Well, now explain what that means, Charlie. <laughs> that's a little problematic, and I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> is Canada a bizarro world <laughs> to America? So I'm not going to pretend to be um, a, a great authority on Canadian politics. I do know there's a little controversy because Stan, as you'll find, talks about the old way of the fisherman's life sure. and the thriving nautical communities on the northeast, you know, Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, Labrador, which relied on whaling and cod fishing and the, and environmental regulations came into play. Mm. And while good for the whales, um, wiped out entire, you know, areas of commerce and, and like ah, shit. set a kind it's of... It's like when they made dog fighting illegal and Tommy lost his job. <laughs> right. It's like right. not... <laughs> 
That's you dogs can't sing. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but I don't know. You know, Stan talks about the earth and he talks about the right way of doing things. I I don't. I can't imagine any political things being ascribed to his lyrics, you know. So I, I mm-hmm. don't know what that's about. Sure. Well, let's play one more. I'm gonna play the top three, then I'll switch over the phone to Tom. Uh, this one is Northwest Passage. Oh God, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, for just one time, I would take the Northwest Passage to find the hand of Franklin reaching for the Beaufort Sea. Tracing one warm line through a land so wide and savage and make a northwest passage to the sea. Westward from the Davis Strait is there t'was said to lie the sea route to the Orient for which so many died. Seeking gold and glory, leaving weathered broken bones and a long-forgotten lonely cairn of stones. Ah, for just one time I would take the Northwest Passage To find the hand of Franklin reaching for the Beaufort Sea I'm going to play this lightly, under while we talk about it. Um, I would like to point out for the listeners that Tom has been playing air guitar. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> rocking out. <laughs> A man with one move of air guitar, or one move of rocking out. I would like to point out this was not written uh, by Stan Rogers. This was written by Ron Geeson. Uh, lyrics at Sony slash ATV Music Publishing. I like giving credit where it's I had a too. feeling this was a Geeson. <laughs> you know, and I might have to check on that. <laughs> that I mean, maybe nice. that's this. I'm getting this from songmeanings.com, um, which is. For you know, that's the Canadian dictionary right. as far as I'm right. confused. Well, I usually reference charmeanings.com <laughs> and charmeanings tell me this is all Stan. So we'll see. A man who goes by River Wolf wrote <laughs> a piece of Canadian history put brilliantly to astounding vocals. The fact that this song is a cappella makes it all the more interesting. I used to always listen to this song on long car rides when I was a kid perfect for Canadian road trips. The final verse is extremely interesting because the protagonist is in the present and driving west alone and reflecting on the men who helped create Canada. He states that he threw it all away, so perhaps he is going west to escape a harsh life. Yes, and one of the lyrics from that last verse, the writer references, he, he the protagonist calls himself this tardiest explorer mm. because he's 300 years past when... Uh, the person in this song was initially searching for the Northwest Passage, and I really relate to that. <laughs> Someone who's off as a, 300 years as, <laughs> as a tardy explorer of sorts. Uh, so that resonates with me. Do you think there's anything to the fact that the Canadian actor Tom Green was in the film Road Trip? Whoa. Whoa. And Tommy opened for Tom Green. That's right. Let me turn down the music to talk about that. Yeah, it was Caroline's. Like a big deal. <laughs> How'd you get that? <laughs> he does have a... yeah. Whenever you read about this guy, all you hear about... Tom Green. <laughs> whenever you read about 
Stan, you, you hear about the baritone, the thundering baritone. And, can I, and, and, and so that really was like the thing that gripped me initially is this voice that rises like the tide. When Stan gets into it, like, I don't know if you guys remember 90, early 90s area ult- era Ultimate Warrior, the mm-hmm. wrestler. Rest I was peace. never a wrestling man. All right, well, Tom, no, me neither, actually. Golly. I was just trying well, to impress you. I'll try and paint a picture for the <laughs> listeners. The Ultimate Warrior would rage out and grab the ropes and shake them and go into like turbo mode. Right. And Stan, when he winds up and then you hear him coming and then he delivers that anvil and it happens, he, he, he picks his spots, but when he, when he just, just swings that Babe Ruth, just, just, over the sea swing and just crushes it. I mean, his voice, there's not other voices in this genre or any other genre that can compare to what Stan Rogers can bring in that sense. So. I, I enjoy his voice. And, and I also like, I just like, I, this one was interesting because it's acapella, so it's not right. the same. And, right. and I like the other songs because unlike Tommy, who wants to hear about Freddie getting fingered, <laughs> I want to hear about Stan's 12-string guitar getting fingered. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, joking aside, I find it very powerful, and it reminds me, I'm not the first person to comment on this, because I was reading about it online, that it sounds very Celtic. Yes, yes. Even though it's... That's kind of why I thought your dad might be into it. It sounds exactly and like the music I, my dad listens to. I it, commented yeah. about your dad on the Facebook, because he liked it, and I was like... He doesn't always like the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. status. Mr. Mac knows, and I'm in line with Mr. Mac on that kind of stuff. Yes, we. Um, he knows that, and there's a good reason for that, though, is because if you look at a map of of, of Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, the east coast of Canada, like it's just a, a ton of Irish people settled there. Yeah. So they um, they for a long time we're speaking Irish Gaelic there and uh, it's a very like I haven't been up there but in in the reading and stuff I've done it feels like Ireland it's a lot of Irish people um, a lot of Welsh people so right mm-hmm. um, well you know who's Irish yeah Mary Ellen Carter ladies and gentlemen the third song from the playlist the Mary Ellen Carter okay it's an Irish name <laughs> Went down last October in a pouring, driving rain. The skipper he'd been drinking and the maid he felt no pain. Too close to Three Mile Rock and she was dealt her mortal blow. And the Mary Ellen Carter settled low. There was just us five aboard her when she finally was awash. We'd worked like hell to save her, all heedless of the cost. And the groan she gave as she went down It caused us to proclaim That the Mary Ellen Carter would rise again Well, the owners rode her off Not a nickel would this man She gave twenty years of service Boys that met her sorry end But insurance paid the loss to us So let her rest below Then they laughed at us and said we had to go 
But we talked of her all winter, some days around the clock. She's worth a quarter million afloat at the dock. And with every jar that hit the bar, we I love that shit. It's fun. Yeah, and you know what? It's so hopeful. It's yeah, a, it's, yeah. It's a song about. Um, it's a song about taking an L and a ship going down, <laughs> and then rallying, putting everything you have into the rebuilding of that ship and launching that ship again, which I think is a great les- uh, life lesson. And he must have inspired Big Sean when he said, "Last night took an L, but tonight." I bounce back. Yeah. No, I think... <laughs> and uh, the ship, it took an L. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of sailor songs are filled with lament and tragedy. Cannonball legs. Yep. You know, people <laughs> losing limbs. And, um, but this, to face a storm, survive the storm, and then just do everything in your power to go back into, into the sea again, I think that's a universal message. Joy, what do you love more, the sea... Or people. I love sea people. <laughs> uh, before we go any further, uh, we, have, we have a rarity for this episode, which is... I can't wait for Charlie's last words. I'm dead, sea people. <laughs> <laughs> Was it worth it? Probably not. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, rarity of this episode, we usually get one voicemail. This time, Stan Rogers caused such a frenzy on the Facebook. We're talking eight <laughs> comments, but one of them was. A- I hope you guys listen. By the way, <laughs> I know if you're listening now, you listened. But like, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be like, "What the fuck is that, Stan Rogers?" Yes, uh, a lot of uh, yeah. Well, I got a text from frequent collaborator <laughs> and one-time <laughs> guest Luke Moniz, and he demanded to leave his own voicemail sure. for this episode. And uh, just a little background: he left me a voicemail. And then uh, texted me again saying, don't use that one, use this one, then left me another <laughs> voicemail. So there's a full voicemail that is just being tossed to time. But here's Luke's official voicemail. And it, ironically, it says transcription beta, because this man is one. <laughs> How the fuck do you play a voicemail? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh no! Okay. okay. I didn't know you could defend Stan Rogers it's on the podcast. I obviously would have. I'm gonna start over. Tommy, it's Luke. Listen, I didn't know that one of the options for. I didn't know you could defend Stan Rogers it's on the podcast. I obviously would have done that if I knew that was an option. Okay, I would. I, let me just take back everything I said about Everclear and meeting Art Alexakis at the supermarket. This is more important. Stan Rogers is the pride of Canada. He's the prince of Nova Scotia. Fogarty's Cove, home in Halifax, from uh, coffee shop to concert hall. I mean, these are seminal recordings. And even where I grew up in the uh, in the northwest uh, part of America, uh, Stan Rogers is still held in such high regard. We literally sang the Giants, the legend of single, in my elementary school. It was we were pagans. We would roll an oat cake down a hill, and if it turned up an X. Uh, we would have a longer winter, and then oh, it meant only six more weeks of winter. Um, that's a whole. Wait, what the fuck is wrong with is, Luke? Is he, did he grow up in midsummer? <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to get to know my man even further. <laughs> okay, wait, there's more. Other bag of hammers. Anyways, Dan Rogers, he's pretty obscure. Well, I looked it up. Only eighty-six thousand uh, listeners on Spotify a month, but the guy has so many hits. It's almost unbelievable. You got Pharisee. You got forty-five years. You got, uh, what else? Evangeline. 
I mean, these are straight and true. These are all songs that meant so much to me and continue to mean so much to me. I, I, I just can't believe it. By the way, Stan Rogers, very gruesome death. People think that he died in a plane crash. He actually died <laughs> during an emergency plane yeah. landing uh, after half of the plane had evacuated. There was a flash fire, and he died from smoke inhalation. So died from smoke inhalation, very gruesome death. His brother, Garnett Rogers, has the same uh, beard and hairstyle thing and continues to perform his music. That's how great he is. Garnett Rogers, look him up. Northwest Passage, the documentary, it's a great, there's a great clip online of Stan Rogers and his brother and his bandmates just singing a sea, a sea chant. What's that called? A shanty? It's some fucking house in Nova Scotia. This has been kind of a nonsensical voicemail, but but you get what I mean. Um, it's well, just, there's more of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, we, we, Luke kind of spoiled the sad part of the show. Well, I was hoping we would avoid that completely. <laughs> oh, it's essential with any stand. No, you got to talk. Well, we already we had to talk, to talk about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he died in Cincinnati at that airport over there, which I have spent time 33 years in. old. True tragedy. Yes. Um, and... That the plane landed, yeah, it's and crazy. they didn't know that it was on fire at first. Then they put it out, and uh, he was one of like the. I think he was like one of few people. Was Twenty three, uh, but like not not everybody died. I don't think the twenty three casualties. Oh right, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. But of um, however many. Yeah, because like, yeah. they opened the doors and like the oxygen caused the flames to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, they actually they caught a lot of aviation laws were because of that specific incident. Wow. Like the lights on the aisles that like light up to show you how to walk to the exit are because of that specific accident. Damn. And like a lot of, yeah, it like was such a huge deal that it like changed legislation. So it's pretty wild. Um, that is is that why we can't smoke on the airplane anymore? Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Stan Rogers. <laughs> a true tragedy to keep in mind, uh, especially when... Uh, we are doing this, <laughs> so we're very sorry. Especially to the when joking about it. Yes, we're not joking no, about this. No, no, no. I know. Um, I think too, like the irony of like my man sp- spent so much time thinking about the sea, singing about the sea. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, to go down in a bird just makes you think. What would have air? His airplane songs have been. That's a good point. Know? That's a good. That's a Is good it point. Or, or <laughs> I thought <laughs> there's a picture of me writing you a love letter to make you feel better because I'm so far from home, another uh, city and the same old hotel room. You don't have the same room. Yeah, well. I don't have the lyrics, but was that playing the whole time? No, I. <laughs> Because he, anyways, that's it. <laughs> so I paused Jesus, it, Luke. and then I was like, there was a little silence after. <laughs> so I was like, I'll see what Luke still had to say, and it was just him singing immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out, Luke said, I didn't know that you could, you couldn't have. <laughs> only, only the guest we have today would be allowed to do this <laughs> because he is the son of Merlin, and uh, he has made his uh, love of sea. Uh, yes. and see people quite known. There was no other option given. There was no ever clear option. Uh, Stan or nothing. Wouldn't life on the sea be easier if it were ever clear, though? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if we're going to be genuine, Jesus. like... like the show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know that I could hack it on a on a boat. Yeah. Like, you know who ha- can hack it on a boat? <laughs> Jeff Arcuri. <laughs> oh, I thought you say Buddy Hack. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, it's our buddy who's doing comedy on a boat right now. <laughs> and how did he, he describe going it? to the doctor? Oh, he went to medical. Went yeah. to medical. All of a sudden, he turned into a fella from Liverpool. He was telling us a story, and he goes, yeah, then I had to go to medical. And we are like, you can't just say that. No, <laughs> like, not okay. <laughs> not okay. Um, but I could damn well sing songs with him, with sea people. <laughs> you know? All right, we have an ad. <laughs> uh, this is brought to you by our dear friend, uh, Mike O'Keefe. Uh, here it is. My name is Mike O'Keefe, and I need groomsmen. Each week on my show, Buddy of the Groom, The Search for Multiple Idiots, I interview a candidate to see if they're worthy of standing up with me at my wedding. I should tell you that I am not engaged. But join me each week on my quest to find baloney boys and ladies on Buddy of the Groom, The Search for Multiple Idiots. We're back on Standby Your Van. We Let's, love Mike. We love Mike. Check out his podcast, even though he ran my show in Chicago into the ground. Yes. And uh, I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> uh, still check out G-Man Tavern. Go say hey. Just go give him the bar. Yeah, why yeah. not? I support them. I'm mad at Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I had some good times at G-Man, man. A great bar. It was a different but life. They fucked it up. Uh, no, I'm playing. Uh, yeah, check out that podcast. Sounds fun. Um, let's get back into Stan. We have another voicemail. Should we hold it? Let's for a let's wait. Bit? We got to do yeah. We time between voicemails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The space between. <laughs> the <crooked> wicked. <laughs> oh, was it uh, wicked? Oh yeah. Wait, no. It's. I think it's crooked. That doesn't matter. Uh, now I'm, you now start I'm playing Luke's voicemail. He's singing that. Great. <laughs> 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 Luke just sent us a day long voicemail. <laughs> What's so funny is that was a three-minute voicemail, and that's discounting the minute-and-a-half voicemail that I had to delete. So he sent a full four-and-a-half minutes. Longer than many songs by Mr. Stan Rogers. Yes, that's true. These are uh, pretty... I want to say, really quickly, I listened to this uh, playlist at the gym. Oh, okay. Which I thought it would be an interesting way. Because, you know, there's sure. there's six ways to listen to music. Six? Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> there's walking around. There's uh, travel, like train... Uh, there's car, obviously there's working out, uh, there's sex, there's, uh, communal, like what we're doing communal right now. Communal sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I fucked up and I put train and car together, which I meant to put train and walking around well, together. communal sex. <laughs> Running train. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, you ever listen to this while you're getting busy? Um, I haven't, but it's funny you should say Jim, because uh-huh. I Was have... anything I said funny? Uh, <laughs> Made my headphones fall. <laughs> we should do that every episode <laughs> in a segment. What was the funny stuff that we said? <laughs> so Tom has been very funny. <laughs> what about that uh, modern wharf air? That was pretty good. Huh? Uh, I hated the puns. Um, no, but okay, uh, Mr. Dead in a Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really stalled the no, show. Listen, I just God, we never we we had to make up an ad. <laughs> we never had to have an ad break. Um, so. In regards to the gym, it's really interesting you should say that. Yeah. The one way to make this really flow at the gym, yeah, you get on the rolling machine. Mm. Ah, that makes sense. And you pull like you're, you know, <laughs> shipping down to old Maui. 
as Stan's uh, impeccable cover. <laughs> I was like, why that dude wearing a raincoat in the gym? I <laughs> <laughs> man look like Paddington in here. Oh, oh, lighthouse keeper ass. <laughs> I thought you'd get a good workout if you dressed like Paddington. Dude. You'd sweat real hard. Dude, I've thought so much about <laughs> becoming a lighthouse keeper. And I, I feel like you'd like, be good at that. I know, but then there I was can't thinking be like job openings though. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and that's a and, lifelong uh, career. Right? That's like being no, a supreme. Like, you got to know justice. You got to know people. But uh, I was thinking like, like, <laughs> man, I would fuck around and like lock myself out of my lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait for, like two just, years yeah, for someone to bring you keys. There's just multiple <laughs> ships like <laughs> crashing into each other. <laughs> There's That's nothing a good sketch idea. Oh no, I was 300 years late. <laughs> Talk about writing some songs for uh, the untrusty lighthouse keeper. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, surprisingly, I got fired up listening to these. Oh, did you? Good. I think it's them all singing together. It, mm. it's, it fired dude, me up a little bit. Dude, and uh, as men, as right. strong men, we need oh. to... <laughs> We need to stand up and sing in unison and not be ashamed about it. It's not a, let the Tommy McNamara's of the world shame right, us for our singing right. voices. This was a long dormant gripe. <laughs> <laughs> I is, was saving it for this episode. It is a nice response to those pitch perfect ladies thinking they run everything. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, get out there. More like bitch unperfect. <laughs> Imperfect. <laughs> You know, Stan wouldn't have approved of that. <laughs> uh, old Stan would have. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the G men <laughs> pulling the strings. Are you saying the government? Yeah, was the government running for the G men? What ever? you heard to start this episode was the government <laughs> forcing Stan to perform. If you watch the video, you can see a small gun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not the nautical prince I love. Let's hear White Squall. Oh, my God. Yes. I've heard of White Claw. <laughs> white Say that again. I've heard of White Claw, but White Squall. Oh, Tom, you've been really funny earlier. <laughs> now it's just my luck to have the watch with nothing left to do. Watch the deadly waters glide as we roll north to the sea. I just want to say, picturing you just being in society listening to this. I rock out. Sometimes I wonder if y'all know what I was listening to in public, <laughs> what might you think? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepe, get off of. No, Charlie. I just, I'm fine. So we Are you sure you're petting him now? You're I allergic. I just feel like it came up and it has to happen. I want to say, I was going to save this for the Patreon when Antonia's on. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen this happen before. Charlie walked in the apartment. Reggie, who is our more. You know, bad boy cat. <laughs> he's kind of a punk guy. He doesn't take to people. He's like laying on my lap right now, but he's uh, he doesn't take to people that kindly. He immediately walked up to Charlie's feet and laid on them wow. like very cutely. Yeah. And Charlie goes, "That's my vibe." <laughs> he ain't lying. Now it's a thing that us old-timers know In the sultry summer calm There comes a blow from nowhere And it goes off like a bomb And a fifteen-thousand-tonner Can be thrown upon her beam While the gale takes all before it with a scream 
kid was on the hatches, lying staring at the sky. Where I stood, I swear I could see tears fall from his eyes. So I hadn't the heart to tell him that he should be on a line, even on a What's that? Of the movie White Squall. There is a movie called White Squall. Yes, did you know is. that? I did know that. Yeah. Is it based on the song? Well, a White Squall is a type of storm. It is. Right. It is. Have uh, you seen White Squall? I was just looking at the same thing, but. Uh, so I'll, I'll read the description. In 1960, a hardy group of prep school students boards an old fashioned sailing ship. With Captain Christopher Sheldon at the helm, the ocean going voyage is intended to teach the boys fortitude and discipline. But the youthful crew, among them confident Chuck and timid Gill, and self-satisfied Frank, are about to get some unexpected instruction in survival when they get caught in the clutches of a white squall storm. Wow. Dang. Now, I don't know what, if any, connection that has to Stan's lyrics, but I I will say... (laughs) It would be so great if, in the trailer, it was, like, based on a song. (laughs) (laughs) Um... The big hook here, which we haven't heard yet, is I've told the boy a thousand times, don't take the lake for granted. Let's see and, if I can get to that. Um, well, not made a sound, so I come there to... Don't take the lakes for granted. Holy shit. Yeah. So... I nailed that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, you know, in listening to this, it's like, man, I've been that boy... Who's taken the rough <laughs> lake for granted. Right. And and now, as we all age into this older man who's warning the boy, Yeah. listen, you've got a lover you just met in spring. She's waiting for you <laughs> on the shoreline with red eyes. And I'm going to have to be the guy to tell her, hey, you're not back with the rest of the ship because you took the lake for granted. Wow. And it just makes you kind of reflect on your journey, um, still being here, not having gone overboard. We're all, none of us have gone overboard yet. And if we have, we've been given a life raft. You know what's interesting metaphorically? Yeah. A white squall storm, the main characteristic of it is that it is not accompanied by the black clouds of a normal squall. So you don't even get the warning. Wow. wow, that's the most scary. Uh, wow, typical white is the scariest color. It, yep. There's a meager warning to any unlucky seaman caught in its path. That's what I'll say. Meager warning. The uh, the first comment on here, uh, Mister Max Story writes. Oh wait, no, 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 wait. That's not the one. Uh, the II writes. <laughs> I. No, no one sings better and more regularly about drowning fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> but they uh, need a voice. Man. That's true. They need a voice. I mean, they more need a rope. <laughs> Damn. All right. Now Golly. we should, because we don't have a lot of time. Tell me left. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, I don't know if I'm a dead fisherman's wife, <laughs> which I'm f- open to being. <laughs> Uh, in the right circumstances. We only have we don't have a ton of time left really? for this show, so we got to listen to Jared's <laughs> voicemail. Really? 
this is uh this is our regular segment. They went to Jared. I'm very curious what Jared has to say and I This could I be was, a white squall situation. I told him <laughs> <laughs> It's not because there is a black cloud over the <laughs> over the message because I'm warning you now it's two minutes long. That was, <laughs> so, very, that was very funny. Here time. we go. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's this week's it went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Stan Rogers. Um, so a few episodes back, maybe 10 episodes or maybe more back, Tom just offhandedly mentioned Love Island on the podcast. And uh, I, I think he mentioned that him and his girlfriend watch it and that it's crazy or whatever. And I am now on season five, episode eight. And the thing is, if you don't watch Love Island – then you may not realize, I mean, some shows are like six episodes, like a season is like, Oh, it's, you know, I think there's been a few that are like four episodes and then like the Sherlock Holmes miniseries. And then, you know, then there's other shows that are a normal amount, like 12 or 13 or whatever. Well, this fucking thing is like 50 some episodes per season. And, I guess the way they do it, I have figured out over watching all of these is that they it's on every day, which is such a weird thing. And I, I don't know if that would work as well in America. I know they tried to do a Love Island US, which I haven't watched yet, but um, I'm going to watch it if I can after this. But I'm finally going to be caught up. What's going to be really weird is like next summer watching it in real time. Like I'm just assuming it's going to be on – a channel that I get and to be able to vote and all this stuff, it's going to be really exciting. So <clears throat> I've lost my family and, uh, I've, st- I honestly have stopped going into the comedy attic as much, um, because I watch this all day, like all the time. And so you'll notice that Tom doesn't have a date on his calendar for the comedy attic. And I, and my wife has put me has basically told me never to have any contact with Tom ever again. So this is it. So all right. Thanks. I'll never see you again. Bye. <sighs> well he um. ran a clothing in town. I I want to give you guys a heads up. I I've only seen maybe five or six episodes of the American version. It's you know you can skip it. Watch the British one. I don't know if you're allowed to vote in that, Jared. I feel like that's illegal, right? I don't know. You guys don't watch Love Island, right? No. It's funny because there's a song on the new Taylor Swift album about her uh, British husband. Yes. She, Joe she keeps Alwyn. saying I I fancy. It's true. I fancy you. They say I fancy you constantly yeah. on uh, Love Island. So it felt like a nice tip of the you. cap. The third worst song on Lover. London what do you think is the number one worst song me. besides the be man? Me. It's gotta <laughs> be me. <laughs> which which mean me? The song, the first single oh. with the Panic at the Disco guy. Yes, that's yeah, the yeah. worst one. I was really worried that's by far she, the yeah. worst one. I was worried she was going to play. I it skipped that one at SNL. What did she play at SNL? You just saw Taylor Swift on SNL. I thought sorry, it was to, amazing. Sorry to yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I for some reason I uh, was under the impression this was a Stan Rogers episode. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so listen to the Patreon where we don't get my scolded. Down. <laughs> <laughs> you did look furious during the voicemail. <laughs> 
the thing is, I knew that it wasn't going to be about Stan Rogers because we talked. Me and him talked about that we didn't know who he was before today, and then he <laughs> sent a two minute long voicemail, and I was like, I sent him. I go two minutes. How did how did you do that? And then he, uh, he I told him if it was just shitting on. Uh, the podcast or like the choice that I don't want to hear it. And he was like, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. anyway, uh, you know, people like to hate what they don't know. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. the thing is, if you really think about it though, you know, the sea, <laughs> you know, the sea and you know, songs. So you're going to like songs about the sea. You're going to like a shanty. Should we go to Facebook before we hear the last couple songs? We got two songs left. Let's hear one. Let's of the do songs. one and then play yeah. in between. Okay. Yeah. Can I make a request for which what would one you it like is? to hear? Yes. I would like to hear um, "Maiden on the Shore," please. The Maid on the Shore. The Maid on the Shore. <laughs> you fucking fool. <laughs> Stand, forgive me. There is a young maiden, she lives all alone She lives all alone on the shore There's nothing she can find to comfort her mind But to roam all alone on the shore, shore, shore But to roam all alone on the shore was of the young captain who sailed the salt sea Let the wind blow high, blow low I will die, I will die, the young captain did cry If I don't have that maid on the shore, shore, shore It sounded hella Celtic right there maid on the shore Well, I have lots of silver, I have lots of gold I have lots of costly wear, I'll divide, I'll divide with my jolly ship's crew If they row me that maid on the shore, shore, shore If they row me that maid on the shore Alright, so Is there a part you want to hear specifically? So if you just fast forward to the last verse, there is a great... Misdirection, I think. From my we don't have to get into logistics of where it happens, but let's just say. This is a very strong female narrative because a... It turns out the maid is a boss bitch? She really is, though. She really is because, um, first of all, there's a lot of language of ownership. Like, this woman can be bought. Like, she's objectified. Go get her. Go take her. Sure. She's a possession. Little does the captain and his crew know that this woman... Lulls them all to sleep with a sweet, sweet song. Now, is it a song or is it a separate act of some such? I don't know what it is. Are what? you inferring something sexual? Well, I don't know if I not that I'm inferring, well, but he it's, it's Stan infer- is Stan inferring. You know, implying, mm. uh, implying. Sorry, it's Stan implying. Um, and she makes out with all of the ship's treasures and hustles and hustles the entire vessel. Damn. And is not the innocent, pure young maid, helpless young maid, that uh, this captain 
believes her to be. Sounds like she's more like this. <laughs> also a Stan Rogers classic. <laughs> yeah, this is the last song on the playlist. <laughs> And I think you'll oh, find... Oh, see a fishmonger. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Tommy, you're very... Tommy, you're very... Funny. That fish told me. <laughs> um, and there's another... You know, there's another... There's another song which is not included uh, where, where Stan, the pre- protagonist in the song, is a lock man. And, and he is... <laughs> Wait, we've heard of the hat man and the scat man. <laughs> and I'm the lock man. <laughs> so, he's a lock man who has a sedentary post, mm. you know, uh, somewhere in a bay. I don't exactly know how the fuck locks work, but there's something... Some, some person who controls... The voyage of ships, you know, and he the, the the point of the song is he stays there, and there's a ship that comes in that wants to get through the lock, and the guy's talking mad shit. He says, "What have you done? I've come with all these spices from Singapore, and I've been I've been uh, rolling around with all these <laughs> island maids with flowers in their hair." And the and the lock man says, "Well, I have a son." And he says, that's all you have? So so the final verse, Stan says, you know what? You can never have what I have because I love my wife and I can't imagine being away from her for for all that time. And so, in contrast to what we began the episode with, Stan body shaming a large woman. <laughs> I don't even know I if he was body shaming. He I, said he liked it. He did love it. Well, yeah, of course. He did talk a lot about her size, yeah, which I don't think she would which like. Is, that's, that's not for the public to hear. That's, uh, but Stan really, even back in the late 70s, had some powerful uh, female voices represented in his music. So I just think that's, that's crucial to point out. That's good. So let's go to Facebook real fast before we play the last song. That's all you have? <laughs> One Dear song? Son. <laughs> uh, all right. So I wrote today on the Facebook, we're talking about Stan Rogers on the podcast tonight. If you have thoughts, I added no note. I almost did. Tommy did that for me. He wrote, editor's note, do not comment. Some variation of who is Stan Rogers, who has thoughts on Stan Rogers. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a big if, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's wasting everyone's time. Uh, let's see here. Did you do that because you didn't want to? Because people always do that shit like that when it's Cut like a lesser known artist. Yeah. Kevin O'Brien writes, I have a thought who the fuck is Stan Rogers. Uh, Even uh, with hey, my note. read much? <laughs> <laughs> read much? Hey, if you're going to come onto the Facebook, prepare to get roasted. Yes. You're done. <laughs> what if uh, Kevin hears this and turns into the Joker? <laughs> yeah, he comes back on the podcast. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, we play. Yeah, you have to see Joker. I don't want to spoil anything. Why, as to why all those boxes were in the front. We're not getting into okay, that right now. Okay, <laughs> we don't have time. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Buzz writes, just listen to him on Spotify. Dude sounds like he is a libertarian. <laughs> Uh, intellectual analysis from Bobby Butts. <laughs> Jared Vernon writes, I shed a couple tears uh, to the Mary Ellen Carter once mm. after a breakup in mm. college, LOL. Rolling down to old Maui is a banger. 
Agreed. Ron Trimbath writes, I guarantee this man's Wikipedia page will have been viewed more times in the few in the next few hours than it has in the last ten years. Uh that's discrediting Rogers as a whole. Yeah, that seems kind of fucked up, Ron. And you're already on my shit list. Whoa. (laughs) Love you, Ron. All right. Nathan McIntosh writes, I know Stan Rogers, and this is insane to me. And then there was some confusion. Tommy thought that he he actually knew him. him. This was before I read about the terrible tragedy (laughs) that occurred many years ago. A lot of people like to say they know Stan Rogers. (laughs) The friends of Stan. But, uh, do they? Yeah, but he said that he's a legend, uh, an East Coast legend. Nathan is Canadian, we should point out. So take his... uh, Take his thoughts with a grain of Canadian maple salt. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, with a Canadian grain of maple salt. salt. <laughs> uh, Jake Waters writes: uh, the king of the massively popular worldwide favorite genre of music, Canadian maritime folk. I gotta say, I don't know if that guy's being serious or not. <laughs> There's a lot of discrediting based solely on the genre and I the find, Canadian. I f- unfounded. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, the final thought <laughs> is from Brandon Ream, who says, The video for Northwest Passage is so good. I wish I could sit around and sing shanties with a bunch of people. Sad how he died, but cool how his son carries on his leg- legacy. That's his son or brother? Wait, I think both are singers. Oh, I see. I saw okay. a thing where his son was interviewed. It would be funny if his, son and, bro- his son and brother got into a fight about who gets to do it. <laughs> well, it reminded me of the Chris Farley, Kevin Farley thing when Luke's yes. his brother. Yeah. I want to. Well, what if we can reach out to the fam, the Stan Rogers family? I wouldn't. Why? Based on the way we started this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, would, would we say we or? Well, that's true. Like me and Charlie seem very pro Stan, <laughs> so I feel like not unlike you shooting on my Did voice. We all make uh, a mockery of what the <laughs> I asked right, him to do. Let's hear the last song. <laughs> we have to end this. I've made my girlfriend s- sit upstairs in our bedroom while we finish this. And Just I... like the lonely maiden on the shore. <laughs> this, this, well, brings, she, this brings salty tears. She to did my trick ass. me <laughs> so that she can uh, steal all my, my PlayStation 4 games. Yeah. They broach and they spout and they lift their flukes out. And they wave to a town that is dying Now it's many's the boat that has plied on the foam Hauling away, hauling away But there's many more fellas been leaving their homes Where the whales make free in the harbor Get off the chat, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> They waggle their chins and they brag of the wage they'll be earning. Then it's quick, pull the string, boys, and get the tool out. Call it away, call it away. But just two years ago, you could hear the same shout where the whales make free the harbor. Damn. Powerful. I enjoy that a lot. I do you genuinely? Honest. I really did like that. Yeah. I, I I mean we have to do our ratings in just mere seconds. Sure. I don't know what to do. I, I I'll go first. Okay. I, that's the end of the playlist, so I think we should wrap it up. We're already Try over before an we hour. Give our ratings in. really quick, final thoughts. It's just 
Stan transports me mm-hmm. in a way that few artists do. And he's talking here in this final in this final selection about really a time capsuled place, a a, a dying Nova Scotia sea town, mm-hmm. which is like there's no way you can possibly transport like there, that place doesn't exist anymore even right. if we all went to halifax we are not going to see that right uh, you know homie's been dead since 83 and he's singing about a town like with past glory so <laughs> did I... <laughs> so what, were you trying to rhyme i wasn't trying to rhyme but it did happen but um <laughs> But there's just no way, like, like it's it, it's it's a it's a transportation into a a universe that like no one else could take us to these salty places. Sure. Well. Well said. That was very good. I wanted to say one last thing. Luke wanted me to say before I forget that Luke said to say, Stan Rogers is to Canadian deep sea fishermen as Springsteen is to the American steel worker. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know, and I don't know if he was joking or not, but no, he was. He was very. I mean, you heard him sing earlier. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's very well put, Tommy. You found an anecdote thing. Should we read that or is it too? Yeah, you think it's we're too good. Good. all right, yeah. cool. Uh, man, you want me to go first? Or you want to? Uh, you go first. I'm going to give this a six out of six. Wow. <laughs> I honestly really enjoyed listening wow. to it today, and I don't know if it's just the candlelight and the cats were being good today, <laughs> but uh, listen to this. I just really liked his voice, yeah. and I was into it. It's not something I would listen to. <laughs> like I can't imagine myself going back and being like, "I gotta hear Stan Rogers tonight." That's- I feel like you have to grow up with it. That's what I was curious about. Is when were you first introduced? It is it something you were being played in the car? Or something? No, I found him, and he found me. <laughs> but uh, well, which one was it? No, we found each other. Oh, okay. When? At some point along the horizon, uh, and, and I know you just said, Tom, that you're not going to ever listen to him again. I yeah. guarantee you, the day I die, <laughs> and I'm going to die before you. I don't know that that's true. No, it'll happen. You, you seem will, very happy. Play that doesn't indicate happy go lucky. <laughs> you will play Stan Rogers, and you'll think about old salty sea dog char. <laughs> I will promise you, Char, I will organize a group of our friends singing a shanty for you when you die. Thank you. And before I die, can we do it while I'm here, too? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Some stuff on Does your ear. Does have leeches on his ear? <laughs> what is what? in your oh leeches? They sucking their blood and getting their Something must have come off the headphones. Oh, yeah. that must be it. Okay, well, that explains um, a lot. Frightening. Wow, that's a. Well, it was gonna be you six out of six, got, but now this, <laughs> this music's attacking. Me. <laughs> I no, just got so scared. I didn't um, know what to rank it because I love his voice. Uh, it's an incredible voice. And I love the harmonies, and it is fun to hear like acapella like that, right? Because I associate acapella with like silly college acapella groups, right? And it's fun to hear something that powerful. And I like it's not. I think, I think I'm the, kind of the same way as Tom, where it's not anything. Over, there's nothing wrong with any of the songs, though. I really enjoyed all of them, so I don't know how to give it less than six out of six. Yeah, wow. I just enjoy. I frankly, yeah. I purely enjoyed it. His voice is truly <laughs> incredible. It, Isn't it? Listening yeah. to it today, the first couple. You know what it is? I listened to it a lot today, and I think that helps because yeah. the first go round, I would not have given it six. I out immediately of six. started laughing at my desk. Yeah, work. we both <laughs> messaged each other like, "Have you listened yeah. to this yet? This yeah. is fucking insane." And he and he was very silly. <laughs> 
And he has a couple songs deep in some of his albums where you know, I, you know, there's a song about dogs. There's a he's a, he's a very funny man. So he's also very self aware because he knew I would have taken it off. <laughs> yeah. Tommy hates yeah, dogs. Exactly. exactly. He hates animals. I honestly like so. <laughs> so Stan was 33 when he died. Like I feel like we would have been boys. Yeah, like, I, feel I can like, see that. I feel like I would have connected with right. Stan on a personal level. He would have taken me up to Newfoundland. And who knows what might have happened. But, you guys um, could have struck up a friendship for the ages. Yeah. And I like that for you. I Picturing say, you walking around listening to it really gave me a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I but do. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I listened to that it. shit in Times Square. Uh, Tommy, sorry. I just want to say, Tom, for the record, I apologize if I said something about your singing voice. I think you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> I think you're a beautiful man. Is this genuine? Sorry. As soon as know. these mics turn off, he's going to whip me. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say that on mic? Can I just tell <laughs> You're <this> ruining <laughs> my brand. <laughs> uh, we got to wrap up. Uh, Charlie, thank you so much thank for coming you. on. Is there anything we want to promote? Uh, you can catch me on NBA 2K20. I just my man. It, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get him in there. Yeah. I saw you online today. I almost yeah. challenged you to a quick game. Oh, be you were in the middle of, of one. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, anything you want to plug? Um, uh, next weekend, I'll be in the shanty town of Baltimore. Doing Ooh, a couple shows what are you there. doing there? So if you're in that part of town, um, I'll, I'll put them on the website. I forget. I'm doing one show in Baltimore proper and one show at a yacht club. To help our seafaring friends. Wow. Hell yeah. I often perform for only yachters. <laughs> we did that recently. Tom and I just did a yacht yes. club show. <laughs> um, I will be in Mexico City this very weekend what? at Pinche Bar. Um, come out. It'll be no fun. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if we have any listeners there, but hey, share it with a friend who you know in Mexico City. It'll be fun. Um I'll also my my Comedy Central half hour comes out November first, and I would love if you guys want to watch it and share it around. You know, I'm proud of it. And, uh, it was a good time. I'll also be in Austin at the Velveeta Room coming up um, in November. Um, I think I have something else in October. But I can't remember. Oh, come to Good God at uh, in Bushwick at the Sultan Room. October 22nd, we've got Aparna Nancherla, Chris Gethard, um, Daniel Simonson, and A.J. Holmes from Book of Mormon. Uh, and I'll also be going up. It was going to be a good time. 10.22, 8.30 p.m. Thank you guys for listening. Keep it crispy. Check out the Patreon. Bye.